Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 964. Hard work, determination, and the times when you think that you're like, I need to go to get some sleep when you're doing something, just keep working. And for me, a lot of times it just turns out that it really that extra push really sets you above everybody else. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Zach Todd. Or we should say Zach James Todd. Zach, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am ready to go. All right. Zach James Todd is an automotive photographer who works as the digital marketing manager at Canopa Design in Scotts Valley, California. Canopa Design is a leading automotive and race car restoration and maintenance facility where you'll find the finest collector cars, race cars, classic and sports cars, in addition to transporters and much, much more. And Bruce Canepa, by the way, has been a past guest here on Cars Yeah. Zach has been an automotive enthusiast since he was a little child, and he shot photography for many notable magazines you'll recognize, including Pete Stout's Triple Zero magazine, Vintage Motorsport, Classic Porsche, Rob Report, and many others. He travels to automotive events and records his adventures, posting them on his Zach James Todd website, where you can go and see a lot more of his pictures, but you'll also see his amazing imagery that has been snapped at Canopy Design on their website as well. So, Zach, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little more about your career and a very obvious passion for photographing automobiles? Sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. So, I mean, I really, I started photography in 2010 and ironically, I wanted to become a mechanical engineer uh, when I started college. Mm -hmm. And uh, about after semester of college, I said, oh, I'm not really good at math. And I kind (laughs) of knew that, but I figured I could kind of learn as it went on. And I I started photography in weddings, actually. Um, I did wedding photography from 2010 to 2014. And then when I got the job here at Canapa, uh, that was really my first entrance into automotive photography. Oh, wow. Um, I've loved cars. Yeah, I've loved cars ever since I've been a little kid. Uh, and obviously, I've been an enthusiast. But really, when I started working at Campa, that's when I was just immersed all the time yeah. with all of these like great cars around me, with all the history. And then I'm just I've learned so much from that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, and it's been three years now here at the company, and I'm really happy. And I've I I get to go to all the cool events. I get to talk about cars all day, and I get paid to do it. <laughs> I Pretty know. Awesome. You are one lucky guy. Now, you've done there three years, you said. I've been following mm-hmm. Bruce Canepa for a long time. I've known him for many, many years, and I noticed a big change. And I, I'm being very honest here when you came on board because I went, something's changed there. The photographs that they've been shooting of the cars they have for sale – there's been a big switch. I mean, it was the way they were yeah. presented, the way they were lit, the way they were shot. So you have done an amazing job uh, there. It's so much fun to go to the Canopy Design website and just dream about all the toys. I mean, for you yeah. to get to be around these things. And, and any of my listeners out there that don't know Canopy, I'm sure there are – no, there probably aren't any. But if there are a few, you've got to go check out their website because they have the best of the best collector, vintage, classic cars, race cars, they are, I mean, top-level 
Super cool stuff. And as we continue on your journey, Zach, I first want to ask you for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of a saying that has some meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the uh, shutters clicking here or the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah, so Zach, take the wheel. So for me, honestly, my mantra every day is always apply your best, like no matter what, like whatever trivial thing that you're doing, or if it's the most important project in the world, always put your best foot forward because you never know when somebody else is watching and you never know who that connection might lead to eventually. Sure. Well, Um, I would think a piece of this came from working in wedding photography because that is nerve wracking stuff. You, you cannot mess that up. Yeah, it's funny because when I when I first started, I really was like, oh, I'm not going to miss that shot. And I'm, and you'd always, always have this little bit of stress going on. But now, I think eight years, almost eight years later, and people always ask me, like, are you scared? Do you get nervous? I'm like, <laughs> no, because I've you get used to being able under that pressure, but you mm-hmm. also know when to expect the shot's going to happen. And you're always on your toes during the eight hour day. Yeah, sometimes absolutely. 10 hours. So, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you shoot cars there at Canapa, I know for the cars they have for sale, there's lots of pictures taken because people are investing large sums of money in these cars and they need to mm-hmm. to see. And I would assume there's probably some cars with the trust in Canapa design that people buy cars without going out to see them. They just buy them because they know they're going to be the best. But still, photography can kind of fake things sometimes. So when you take pictures of cars there – are there any special things that you do to make sure that the potential buyer sees what he really is going to get? Yeah. I mean, really when you say that, like making sure what they get, we, I do very little retouching for these cars. Like the reason why people trust us is because what they see is what they're getting. So when I go into the Photoshop afterwards, I'm really just doing a little bit of like contrast and maybe some color correction, but really the cars, when they come out, like they are, how they are yeah. because there's no point in misadvertising them because eventually when the person gets it, they're like, well, that's, that wasn't in the picture. Why is it there? And it's like, well, then, then we're on the hook for that. Yeah, yeah. So we always make sure that everything before the pictures is how it's supposed to be, whether it's fixed or it's been redone or it's restored, however you'd like to phrase it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we try to do auction style photography, but in the sense that it's very, very detailed. And it tries to get almost everything. We do pictures underneath the car. We do inside. We do the trunk, the engine, like the wheel wells sometimes, like if the wheel wells are really, really great and everything. And and the thing is about our cars is that Bruce has really worked hard over the past 30 years that he's been in business that he really tries to only buy the top 10% of the cars. Yeah. Because, and part of his whole idea is that if somebody can afford the best car, then the car should be perfect. It should right. be done. It should be ready to drive out as soon as it gets off of the transporter. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've been to you guys' shop many, many times, and I'm a picky guy, and uh, you guys do have the finest vehicles. I mean, they're just so nice, and it's just as described. So you're doing a phenomenal job. Let's uh, talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a car guy? You know, it's funny. I was trying to think about that for a couple of days and I'm like, you know what? There's not really a pivotal moment because I remember even as a kid, when I was like three or four years old, I had like Hot Wheels set. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was always attracted to Hot Wheels. I always was attracted to like anything with wheels at the time. And I just remember always getting like the Hot Wheels, the booster that has a little foam thing that puts the oh, car yeah. through and it boosts yeah. it down. Um, and then my dad was a mechanic at Cadillac for 13 years. 
and he'd always let me uh, drive the manual transmission S10 where I'd be in the passenger seat. He's like, okay, this is when you shift. And then you'd shift at the stoplight. And that's kind of very, very young. That's when I started it. But I would, and like I said before, I would say that like my real passion started to come out. And even to me, I noticed that when I started working here, because I could afford to be immersed all the time. And it just kind of, it snowballed into this humongous, awesome experience that I've had for three years. And now it's like, what do you want to do this weekend? Oh, I want to go to a car show. Well, yeah. He just went to one two weeks ago. Oh, no, no, it doesn't matter. There's this really cool car there that I haven't seen before. And for me, like when I, there's a rare car that I haven't seen because working at Canada, really, you get a lot of stuff oh my coming gosh. through. Yeah. Although it is funny though, because you do come, you become jaded at some point. You're like, eh, it's another nine five nine. It's no big deal. <laughs> like, but um, there are sometimes though, even when I'm just like, that was a cool car, and that, and that's the thing, and that's what I like about working here, and that's what I like about being a car person is that there's always something new that you didn't know about, or there's a story that somebody knows that you didn't. And yeah, you just add that to your trove of experiences. And I really, I really like that. Another nine, five, nine. Oh yeah. Yawn. Except it's metallic green. Ooh. That's different. (laughs) That's different. Yeah. Very nice. Have you always been into photography? Yeah. uh, My mom and my grandfather were photographers back when I was young. My aunt and uncle were also photographers. Uh, They were wedding photographers, so they actually taught me a little bit. But I've always been around photography um, ever since I was a kid. We've got like when my family went to Africa, they took tons of like back in the film days. Like, And so basically we have all this photography at home. Like my mother made sure that she had like albums of photos, like family. And she always kind of said okay do you want to take some pictures she'd give me like a film camera in the day Mm -hmm. and i'd go play around and stuff like that and then eventually i went and bought my first digital camera which is a canon xt (laughs) um and i bought that in 2008 10 years ago when i bought my first slr yeah and then i kind of worked up from there but yeah i mean i've been doing photography my entire life and i've been around it my entire life what do you like shooting with these days you know what it's funny because people ask me they're like do you like Nikon? Do you like Canon? I'm like, well, I own Canon stuff, but my, but Canapa has uh, Nikon stuff and I've used both of them and I prefer Canon. It's just the quality of the, the accessories, like the lenses and stuff seem to be a little bit higher than the Nikon ones. Mm-hmm. And the image quality is a little bit better. Like they do better with the like, color, but Nikon though has, is an exceptional camera all around. I mean, they have a 36 megapixel camera when Canon was only making a 21 megapixel camera. Mm -hmm. So for me, I don't have as a big a preference now. I thought I did four years ago, but now I'm like, eh, they're pretty evenly matched. It really depends on how much money you put into what equipment you bought. Yeah. That glass. It's all about the glass. Yeah. Those lenses. Yeah. All about the glass. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's talk about a big challenge or a big failure that you faced along the way in your career. You're kind of a young guy, but no doubt you probably bumped up against some things that have taught you some very valuable lessons. So take us to one of those tough times, walk us through it, tell us what it was all about, but tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum in your business, your career, and your life. Sure. Yeah. So I've always considered myself a little bit as a self-starter. Uh, I basically started mowing lawns when I was nine years old and I walked around the, the my uh, neighborhood and I always put out flyers, like who wants to have their lawn mowed? And I did that for a while. And so it brought me back to when I was at um, Saturday State. Um, I went to college for like the for an art degree, basically, kind of as a, a backup and also so I can check that box off when I apply for a job. 
But I was working at Captain Murphy's for, let's see, almost five years. I started in August of 2009, and I, was, and I did it because I was in college. It was a great job for flexibility. But then I heard that Canapa was hiring for a photographer, looking for a photographer. And I'm like, oh, this would be awesome. Like photography with cars, like who wouldn't? And it's funny thing about Canapa is that most people, if you've never, if you don't, aren't really in the automotive industry, you haven't heard of it. I drove past this place a hundred times in Scotts Valley, never knew about it hmm. ever. Um, so anyway, I came in for like a pre-interview with the marketing director at the time and I, they walked me through and I was, I did a terrible interview. Like I get super nervous and, but I showed him the stuff that I've been doing. He said, Oh, this is good stuff. So uh, we walk out and he shows me the, uh, the booth because all the photography at the time was taken outside. So I'm thinking, right. Oh, I'll just do photography outside. Yeah. And he's like, well, we have all studio equipment, like with flashes and like the bounce light. And I had never done any of that in my life. Like mm. I've always, I was before that, I was like, I'm going to use natural light as much as I can. I'm never going to use studio light ever. And he's like, well, this is the equipment. He's like, have you ever used this before? I'm like, nope. Nope. But, um, I, I, <laughs> I can nope, learn. I not, but you know what? <laughs> I can learn. So the following week, um, and luckily because I was in the photo department at San Jose State, um, they had the same equipment. That oh, did. cool! So what I just what I did was I basically went to school. I skipped class for an entire day, and I taught myself in eight hours how to do all the lighting and all the systems and like how everything is kind of set up, mm-hmm. like what settings work with the camera. And at the time, I'm like, I have to get this job because the job is awesome and amazing. <laughs> and yeah. they had and they had a few people before that who didn't do well, and they never got the job. So I taught myself that week. I went back on Friday and I shot a car and for any photographer knows that um, colors like red, red cars are terrible to light because either they don't look like the red or they blow out your sensor um, on your camera and then you can't see any curves. So they gave me a red 993 turbo and I'm like, Oh, you gotta be kidding. (laughs) And, and after I, after, after I was hired, I asked him, why did you give me red turbo? He's like, cause it was a hard car. And I'm like, I knew it. So, I did the photo shoot and I thought I did terrible. And I was like, Oh no, like, I, I, um, I, I don't think I did well. And I sent him the pictures and then I got the job on Monday. Nice. nice. And for me, for me, like at the time, like that was a big nerve wracking because I had been trying to find another job for about a year just because it's time to move on. It's time to go on. And it was just a very perfect place for me to go. Mm-hmm. And I was just so nervous and nerve wracking because I'd never done that before, but it turned out that I kind of had a knack for it. And, and now that I've been here for three years, I mean, I picked it up within a few months and now we are, we're at where we are, yeah. um, where I'm getting published in magazines and, um, online places. Like Very that. cool. And, Very I mean, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, my takeaway from your story here is step outside of your comfort zone. And when somebody says, can you do this? Say yes. And then go figure it out. And exactly. that's exactly what you did. So kudos to you for doing that. You've done an awesome job. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum, though. I'd love to hear about a, a career aha moment. It's a time when you kind of say, this is a new direction that I need to take. Tell us about yours. The aha moment for me was, I think, in 2014, early 2014, I was working with a couple of I guess it's for photography in general, because the automotive stuff started when Canopy happened. But at the time in the early 2014, I was working with a couple of photographers and or with a photographer, sorry. And what happened was um, I wasn't paid for almost six weeks. 
and it had to do with a wedding. And I was kind of like, well, what's, what's going on? Like, this is kind of ridiculous. And at the time I kind of was waiting, waiting. Like I wasn't pushing that much because I'm like, I had a job, but it's nice to be paid money for that because <laughs> you did the work, you yes. should get paid. Yeah. And, um, and then in during that time, I shot my own wedding, and that was the first time I've ever had a bridezilla. And and it's funny because I don't use the term bridezilla very much, but man, this person was <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was the point where I'm like, I almost walked home. I, I almost went home, and like I would, yeah, you would have broken the contract, but man, like they were treating you poorly. So, yeah. anywho, but at the time though, that's when I realized I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to be doing this full time for the rest of my life. Mm. And at the time I was still going to college and I knew that there'd be different avenues down the line, but I'm like, you know, there's, and obviously, and nowadays, especially, I think everybody knows this, that your careers can change multiple times in your lifetime. I mean, my grandfathers, they both worked at Lockheed for 44 years as the same, as the same thing. Obviously like they're both engineers. Yeah. And, but nowadays, like people are saying, yeah, you should change job every three or four years. And that's pretty much normal now and expected almost. But yeah, that the aha moment for me to switch over from like wedding stuff to automotive was like 2014. And that's when I started shooting cars, like just kind of like for fun. And then Canapa came along. I'm like, oh, oh, I have to try. And then the rest is history. Yeah. Very cool. Well, all I can say about Bridezilla is that you got to go home that night and the poor groom has to spend the rest of his life with her. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, my gosh. Oh, imagine, imagine that. Holy cow. Well, that might have been a little glimmer into his eye of what his future looked like. So, oh, my goodness. Well, let's have a little bit of fun here and talk about your first really special car. What was it? And maybe you Ooh. could share a memory about that vehicle. Okay. So, my special car. So... I bought – now, this is getting back to, like, where I'm, I still have an engineering mind. So, at the time – this is March of 2016. I'm sorry, no, 2015. I was thinking to myself, okay, well, I'm working at Canapa. I'd like to learn more about automotive stuff because I've always done my own oil changes and brake jobs and stuff like that, but I'd never done anything more extensive than that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, I want to know what's inside of an engine. So, instead of, like, going on YouTube and, like, watching somebody tear apart a car, I decided to go – on Craigslist and find a 1991 Mazda Miata for sale that was basically not totaled, but it was super, super cheap. It was like $700. And I bought it with the sole intention to take it home, take the engine out and just rip it apart. And so I can learn about it. Ah. Now it started like that. Then the engine came out and I said, you know what? Like I should take out the interior. I want to see what's in the interior. Interior came out. (laughs) Then I took the dash apart. Then I took the suspension apart. And soon enough I had an empty tub and I said, that would look really good in blue. And that was it. I was done. Um, at that, and then at that point, I started an almost two-year restoration on a 1991 Mazda Miata um, with a non-matching engine at the time. And because I knew that because it wasn't the right one. And based on like the VIN code, and I'm like, oh, this is a lost cause. But I decided I did all the body work myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I taught myself the mechanical work. I taught myself how to do fabrication. Um, I did interior. I was sewing, which is amazing. Wow. Uh, I did paint. I did paint work. Um, and I did um, a little bit of tuning with the car and it took two years, but I, I mean, really the best time to restore cars when I was working at Canapa, because I have these people who I can ask on breaks. Oh yeah. Like, Hey, how do I do this? Like, what's the best way to sand this? Like, what's the, what's the kind of, but what kind of paint should I be using mm-hmm. or that kind of thing? Right. And, 
And over those two years, I taught myself almost everything by myself between YouTube and Google search and people here. And now I've got this 1991 Miata that's completely restored. It's a cobalt blue metallic, which is a 1994 Porsche color. Mm -hmm. And it's a stunning car. And that for me, that's my really special car because it, it was the, it was the lost child that was supposed to be lost forever. And then I decided to resurrect it and then bring it back. So, <laughs> so it sounds like working at Canopy, you got the Canopy disease. You know, if you're going to do it, exactly. rip it all apart and do it right. So uh, very cool and story. Make it perfect. Oh, yeah, even more so. Oh, wow. Well, how about the seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've owned to let go that you wish you had back? Not, you know, I haven't bought that many cars, to be honest. Actually, there's one, there's one car I do miss and it's, I don't even know why I have this thing, but it's a 1994 Volvo 940 Turbo. What? Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know why I miss it, but let me tell you, that thing has, I'm very practical mm -hmm. and it had so much space and it was, just, it was comfortable. It drove pretty nice and I only got it for like 2000 bucks and it lasted forever. I mean, I had 300,000 miles on the car Wow! and it was a great car. And I bought that because somebody totaled my car after the Rolex Monterey Motorsport reunion on the way home. Mm. And I bought that really quickly. And I had that car for almost two years. And now I've got a Volkswagen Golf TDI, uh -huh. which is a great car. One of the emissions cheater ones, but uh, it's all fixed okay. and it's all yeah. good. But it's one of the best cars I've ever owned. Very nice. Um, but yeah, the Volvo, the Volvo is the car that I constantly am like, Yes, I wish I had that car. Don't know why, but it's just like this weird fascination with it. Yeah. How funny the things we get attached to. Well, Let's talk about today and tomorrow and this new year we're in. Uh, I know we're in February here, but uh, the year's still new. So what are you working on? What are you looking forward to in 2018? 2018, I'm really hoping to do a lot more photo shoots. That's the time. I've got a couple of projects going on right now with a company that's going to start selling um, some of my photography cool. that I've been doing, um, which is cool. They're going to, the company is starting, they're called Velocity Auto Prints, and okay. they're going to be selling basically a lot of other photographer stuff, which is cool. Um, I'm working with a couple of other startups as well who are kind of looking for, they're looking for photographers and I'm like, Hey, I'll offer my services. Cause I, I like, I like the startup scene. Like it's really cool because there's a lot of effort into it mm -hmm. and it's creating something from nothing. Like instead of just supplementing whatever is already existing and kind of pushing it a little higher, like you can see a startup go from ground zero to like where it's going to be in two years, three years. Right. And I really, I like that part of that experience, but yeah, yeah, I mean, besides that, I mean, I'm sure things will come along. I'm really looking forward to hopefully shooting more magazines this year. And obviously whatever com comes through Canopy's door, Rensport 2018 is going to be awesome. Oh my gosh. So, I can't wait. Yeah. yeah it's going to be over be the cool. top. Yeah. Very cool. Well, mm -hmm. and that was, you said that was velocity auto prints. They'll be carrying some of your prints. Yeah, they're going to be, their company is supposed to be launching in a couple of months. Okay, so great. I'm going to be, I'm pretty excited for when that happens. Very cool. Well, let me know. I'll update your show notes page on the Cars yeah website so that people know where to go to find those prints. Cool. So here's a very Thanks. introspective, oh, you're welcome. Here's a very introspective question for you, Zach. If you were a vehicle, what kind of car would Zach be and why? Zach would be a very practical car. And he'd be a car that's reliable and a car that doesn't stand out too much. I thought about this long and hard and I was thinking, I'm like, okay, what could I be? I, I'm some kind of station wagon. I know that for uh, a fact. Okay. And 
I don't like standing out too much. So realistically, I thought, and it's funny, this might be why I like Volvos so much or why I like my Volvo so much, because honestly, I see myself as like, you know, I'm probably a Volvo station wagon. I'm just reliable. <laughs> I've got tons of space. I'm very practical. Um, but it's just, it's a very, it's a very, not the even of the field, but they've always been a little bit different in terms of styling. Mm-hmm. And I like to think of myself as a little bit quirky here and there, but that's what defines the car. Like yeah. it's a little bit different than everything else. Nicely thought through. I like that. Well, Zach, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt, and mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with Covercraft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Zach, we are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? It's all in the details. Mm, Yes, that's for sure. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Um, Hard work, hard work, and lack of sleep. (laughs) There you go. Do you have a resource that you think our listeners would really enjoy? Uh, The Peterson Museum. Oh, yeah. Great place. Uh, I've had... A bunch of people from the Peterson on the show, um, including the director, Terry Cargis, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of other folks from there. So, yeah, great, great place. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Dan Gurney. Oh. And, and unfortunately, yeah. and, and it, it's so sad because it just, it, he recently it just happened. But yeah. I was thinking about it. I'm like, no, Dan Gurney. I mean, the guy has been everywhere. Yeah. And the guy started from nothing. And he's raced 
in almost everything. Um, the yep. guy's a live. Guy was a legend. Yeah, and, real and tribute to the person. Tribute to Dan. Yeah, and I, I really wanted to get him on the show someday, but his health over the last few years has been declining and very difficult for him. So uh, again, our condolences to his family and and all the fans. Uh, oh my gosh, what a guy! I'm mean, just his his legacy and his history is amazing. So I wish I could make that happen. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm very Porsche centric. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and so I'm very the person that I like to basically call out for is there's a book that Ryan Snodgrass makes. He makes the Porsche books that come out. They're yes. highly researched. Super good. The Carrera RS book is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that thing has so many details and like little things that you would have never known about. It, and it's so well done. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's what I'd like to recommend. Yeah. I've got that on my shelf. It's an awesome book. I've also got the original RS book, the one that came out years ago, uh, that I found mm. actually in Japan of all places. I was in Japan probably 15, 18 years ago and it was in a bookstore and it was in English. I couldn't believe it. And uh, now those things are unobtainium. Awesome. Yeah, they're very expensive if you can even find one that somebody's willing to let go. Yeah, Jap- Japan Japan seems to be the place that there's weird stuff that just pops up. Like yeah. even for us, we find parts in Japan that we're like, why is that there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, here's a little unknown fact for the Cars Out listeners. I was made in Japan. So really, maybe that makes me unique. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go figure. Well, listeners, you can find all these great resources at Cars yeah on the website on Zach Todd's show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Zach Todd. You'll find everything there that he shared with us, including this very cool book. If you're into Porsches, like I am, of course, uh, and Zach, this book is going to be something you should put on your shelf. All right. We are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. And for a guy that works at Canopy Design who has seen the best of the best of the best, this is going to cost me, I'm afraid. I'm going to buy you (laughs) any cool collector car, even one that Bruce and the team you have there has restored. Money's no object today. doesn't matter what car it is, where it is. I'm going to park it in your garage. What's it going to be, Zach? That is going to be a 1973 Signal Yellow Carrera RF Lightweight. Uh, (laughs) Ah, okay. That is... To me, definitively, the one of the best cars ever. It's raw, it's great driving, and it looks great. Yeah. Oh, it's the holy grail of old Porsches, yeah. of course. And yeah, and then a lightweight, even more unobtainium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very hard to find. Yeah. But I know you guys have sold one over the years, but I love those bright colors from the 70s. Signal, yellow, yeah. tangerine. Um, oh, there's just there's so many cool colors from that era. Viper Green, of course. Mm. I mean, there's just all sorts of them. So, well, I'm sure that you guys there at Canopy can find the right car for you. So you just let me know. I'll uh, have it picked up, shipped up there to Scotts Valley. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah, you just got to promise me during Rensport to take me on a couple laps around, around Laguna Seca and that thing. That would be fun. If, I, if, that, if that Carrera RS appears in my garage, I will make it happen. There you go. I like it. Well, Zach... Cool. You've taken us on a great ride today. I knew you would. I really enjoyed getting to know you better. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yow listeners and with me. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 73 Carrera Lightweight? Yeah, I mean, honestly, hard work, determination, and 
the times when you think that you're like, I need to go to get some sleep when you're doing something, just keep working. <laughs> and a lot of, and for me, a lot of times it just turns out that really that extra push really sets you above everybody else. Absolutely. And so that's what I recommend. There you Hard go. work and dedication. Yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> Persistence, tenacity, and a lot of skill. Now, what's the best way for our listeners uh, to follow along with you as well as Canopy Design? Sure. Um, ZachJamesTodd.com is my website that you can go to. That's where I'm going to be posting a lot more stuff from now on, blog posts and little stories about the stuff that does come into Canopy once in a while. And then my Instagram is really the best place to follow photos because I put a lot more stuff on there. And that is at ZachJamesTodd as well. Oh, absolutely. And of course, listeners... You all know if you want to go see what they have at Canapa, just go to canapadesign.com or canapa.com. It'll pop up. They're all over the Internet. You'll see these wonderful pictures that Zach has shot for the cars they have for sale there. Oh, yeah, I got to win the lottery a couple times over and uh, make a trip. I was joking to my wife about that a few weeks ago. I think one of the first places I'd go would be Canapa and buy a bunch of cars. So I knew I'd be getting the cool stuff. Well, I love following along with what you're shooting. You're doing an awesome job. And listeners, again, you can find everything that Zach has shared today at CarsYow.com. Just go to the website, type in Zach Todd. You'll find that. And again, if you want to follow along, his link to his website will be there for all the cool stuff that he shoots. Zach, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with our Cars Yow audience and with me. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! A fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!